Hello, everyone. This is Pastor Ebony Jones, and we're back with another episode of New Life with New Hope, the House of Healing and Restoration. And I am here on today with a subject that is called There is Power in Our Pain. Why? Because God is in control. One of my encouraging scriptures is Romans 5, 3 through 5. And it says, and not only so, but we glory in tribulation, also knowing that tribulation worketh patience. And patience experience and experience hope. And I would also like to have a short prayer for those that are listening on today. And God bless everyone that is tuning in. Gracious Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for the opportunity to speak on a hint of your greatness. An enormous holy features that make you so incredible to those who believe in you, worship you, praise you, and magnifies you for being the ultimate existence that created every single being of your image. And not just give us a chance to live amongst you, but also bond with you as our father, as us being your children. You are so loving and sweet a wonderful contributor to our well-being. We thank you for your son, Jesus, our great shepherd, who is the light of the world and our vine. Apart from him, we can do absolutely nothing and would have resorted to nothingness without his blood that was shed on Calvary to reconcile us back to you. On today, speak God through me. And let no corrupt communication proceed out of my mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby I am sealed unto the day of redemption. Bless your holy name. There is power in our pain. Why? Because God is in control. When I think about this subject, I automatically recognize that God supplies a massive amount of his never ending energy supply. It is beyond infinite and he distributes to us his holy and divine power because we are linked to him. In such a way that as long as we remain obedient, steadfast, stand firm in his holy commandments, abide in him as he abides in us, not wavering or turning against him, but truly spending our time communicating through our sincere prayers, supplication, consecration, fasting, he funds us a limited amount of his power called the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is his spirit. His spirit is alive and well. It shows up to comfort, instruct, teach. But the greatest of all those beautiful characteristics, roles and features is that the Holy Spirit makes intercession for us. So when we don't know what to say or what to do, the Holy Spirit speaks to God on our behalf. We have someone that loves us so much that even when we are not thinking clearly or may not have the words to even form because we're going through moments of extreme sorrow, anxiety, pain, we have an advocate. And what is an advocate? Someone that will speak up for you concerning you, your feelings, your wants, 
your desires, your hopes and dreams. The spirit has your personal centered plan. It revolves around you. When you can't think of what to say, how to pray, when we feel low in spirit, the Bible says in Romans eight twenty six through 27, in the same way, the spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the minds of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for God's people and in accordance with the will of God. Can you think back on a time where you were so shaken up that you could not even think of the words to say and all you can do is cry or throw your hands up in the air to surrender or you fell to the floor in agony of a pain so deep that you could not remove the pain yourself. You were lost for words but went into deep prayer without saying anything but then the Holy Spirit spoke up for you. You felt the presence of the Lord come into the room and you felt that warm feeling throughout your body and you knew something came into the room with you that you were not by yourself. The presence was so strong that you stopped crying and felt a relief like someone was hugging you in the spirit and your mouth opened and you started to speak in an unknown language. We have someone and it is stronger It is a stronger bond than your family, friends, and associates. We have someone that is more than capable to carry the weight of your pain and remains in control. He is able to maintain his position and role over your life easily. That is why he says, come to me. All who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is eating and my burden is light. When we lose focus and the momentum to diligently handle phases of our life and we are shutting down and breaking apart, losing faith, God is closer to us than we really think. It seems like he is so far away in those moments. It seems like he doesn't care. It seems like we're getting the bad end of the stick when we are in pain. It's almost as if the physical suffering and discomfort overrides our ability to think rationally. So we don't see the situation as an act of love when it feels so unbearable. An example might be a breakup or ending a friendship, separation of marriage. How can we see the good in a loss which can make a person feel a devastation of hurt waves that go up and down? But sometimes we try to hold on to things that God wants to clearly break apart. And sometimes he breaks things apart to mend things back together. Why does God do those type of things? We definitely don't know. We can't think like God because we don't have a mind like him. We can try to analyze and assess our problems, but we don't have all the answers. We may never know what our father is up to. And I believe he doesn't want us to know all things, but only to trust him. But if we are the type of people who have trust issues already, it is not so easy for some of us to just trust that God will do what is best for us. And I would say to those people that God has never forsaken those who diligently seek him. Those who 
trust in him will never be abandoned. People who has experienced some type of broken trust needs to know that God would never leave you. No matter who walked away from you, who doesn't believe in you, God will not be here one minute and gone the next. It says in the word that you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. That is the only thing that we have to do is to maintain that when we seek him, we're seeking him with all of our heart. Pain results from disappointment, dissatisfaction. Then we have physical pain, emotional pain, spiritual pain. Sometimes, sometimes pain afflicts us by the enemy. Sometimes we afflict pain on ourselves when we sin against God. When we force things to happen in our life out of fleshly desires, what is not in his will is simply not in his will. When you tamper with your life, avoiding him to order your steps, he will let you go so far. And sometimes we go through hurtful and painful moments trying to prove that we can outdo God and that we can do something without him. We begin to be the prodigal son or daughter who has to lose everything in order to turn back home to God. If that's what it takes, then he will let us some never return, but he remains there. I speak a lot on relationships. I see the enemy trying to use relationships to chain people and tormenting toxic relationships that is ruining and damaging belief in God. I know it's painful not to be compatible with the one you want, but if it's not in his will for you to have that person, the person might add more sorrow for you in the future, or he says not yet, but when you invest your love and time into a person, you feel committed for that relationship not to work. It creates pain like you are losing out on love. But what he is doing is truly looking out for you and your soul. Once again, he can see your future. He knows what's going to happen. Your response to the pain that you will experience and how it will affect you going forward. We say we want God to have his way and we want God to be in our lives and but do we really trust his opinion his process do we really trust that he can give us what we need when we don't listen things happen out of disobedience and we tend to get hurt and pain turns to trauma when pain is left untreated and repeated pain pierces your heart and sometimes it's hard to move forward and we get stuck and some are paralyzed in that moment where they lose trust in people and then they lose trust in God. We give up and start isolating ourselves from uh, people to prevent from feeling that emotional pain or even physical pain. And the enemy tells you that you can't heal from it. You can't overcome it. Your life is over. You can't rise above it. It is the very thorn in your side that Paul describes about that he wanted removed. And he asked three times for that thorn to be removed. And it was not. However, even though the issue that caused him affliction was severe for him to plead with God and request for that affliction to be removed three times, Paul was in constant contact with God. Whatever issue that was oppressing him in the physical, emotional, or even spiritual, he talked to God about it. He petitioned, he petitioned our Heavenly Father knowing that God had the power to move it or not. 
God might have denied his request to remove the thorn with an answer to Paul, letting him know that his grace has been sufficient for him, that his strength is made perfect in our weakness. We have to remember that with God, nothing is lacking. We might be in a vulnerable state, but God is not. Thorns hurt. They are extremely painful. They're sharp, pointed, and prickly. Feels like needles poking you. Life can be, um, be an unpleasant thorn. We might run into cases where we are hurt by beautiful things that from the outer appearance they are stunning, but then you find out later it was a device used by Satan to torment you, and you might request that God remove it because it feels like pure torture. Every time you ask him to remove it, it pokes and pricks you more, causing more pain. But until you can understand that the pain you are feeling won't be unto death, meaning it's not life-threatening. It's just pressure and one of your helpless moments where you can't handle that unpleasant feeling and experience. But you are needing to be humble enough to talk to God about it. You tell him that you can do nothing without him. You let him know how bad it hurts you. Send your request before him, knowing that if he does or doesn't remove that thorn from your life, that he can. Let him know that no matter how weak you might feel, you know that he is strong. And then you can find some joy through conversating with him, that you are able to boast in him, that no matter what may be a sign to hurt you or drag you down, God has your best interests. He knows the plans that he has towards you. Sometimes your pain can leave you in tears. It can hurt so bad to the point where nothing else matters. You don't want to face tomorrow. Nevertheless, forgive those who hurt you. You may feel they don't even deserve it. But think on how many days we did not deserve his love, his grace. But yet while we were still sinners, Jesus died for our sins. Sometimes he feel like nobody understands. Nothing makes sense. Sadness and depression might try to take over your life where you feel like you can never have a happy moment ever again because of the pain that feels embedded into your heart where you can't love, you can't trust, you can't feel. It's almost as if you're numb day by day. Some feelings feel unbearable and the pain stings and it throbs and it aches. We want to stop in the middle of it all. My advice is to always point to God for the resolution. When you are battling through storms, know that the battle is not yours. It belongs to God. One thing that I would like to say to encourage people who are suffering right now in a painful moment that seems forever is that every single person has encountered times where life was rough and times where life is smooth. Some of the most difficult and painful times of my life help shape my character. It helped me become the servant of God that was able to endure to the end because he wants us to be faithful and be faithful unto death. We are who we are today because of pressing forward out of painful situations, holding on to God, even when it's mentally, physically, and spiritually draining. I feel like we have experienced peaks of jumping over hurdles. It's been hilly and a roller coaster ride with splashes of peace that only God could give us. God truly has allowed us allowed us to face the impossible. 
because all things are possible with Christ. When we sincerely depend on him, honestly, there is nothing we can't face or handle because he is carrying us. He fuels our power. He gives us strength to endure and the mindset to change our perspective and how we see our very own weaknesses. We can let our trials knock us down. We can let our weakness overtake us. We can give in to our burdens or we can overcome our hardships through God who always remains our strength, making the most out of our life and making the decision to learn from our lessons and most importantly, grow from those lessons with the intent to help others move forward. That's how we love each other. That's how we lean on each other. There is power in our pain because God is in control. Even when you don't understand that in the middle of your suffering, there will be a breakthrough and that breakthrough, you will discover deliverance. There will be liberty. When you realize that the experience did not break you, but made you stronger and wiser. When you see that your situation gave somebody else hope for tomorrow, when life seems unfair and you can't make sense out of it, we have power to overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. I surely believe that Jesus, Yeshua Messiah says that in this world, we will have tribulation, but take courage. I have overcome the world. Take courage means to be strong. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Trouble does not last always. Act in faith. Move forward in forgiveness. Move forward in love. Close the door to past traumas. And don't let negative experiences control your life. People might have hurt you, talked about you, slandered you, but God knows the plans that he has for your life. Some may think we suffer down here on this earth and we are suffering in vain. We are faced with so much adversity and it's hard to remain cheerful in a world where there is so much evilness, a world that is considered to be selfish and cruel and backstabbing and judgmental, hypocritical, rude, gossip enmity against one another but the word says that you are from God little children and have overcome them because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world God is greater and for those who are believers Jesus dwells inside of you and that is great power inside of you that is bigger than the enemy who is in this world creating havoc it is hard to believe that any form of pain can give us power in our lives, but it gives us power to influence, power to make a change, power to not allow what you feel is failure, to not place restraint on God's ability for your change and your acceptance of your change for your circumstances beyond your control. God is not limited has never been limited, will never be limited to what he can do for you now or in the future. At times when things don't go our way or bad things happen to us or people we love around us, it feels like God is not listening or he is not able to do what needs to be done. But God is able. The question is, is he willing? Is what you are wanting or needing from him in line with his 
will and plans for your life? Does he want you to be what you desire to be? Does he want you to have what you desire to have? God is powerful and his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not what we think about. His plan may not be our plan, but his way works. I know some may not want to hear that. And sometimes and neither do I on certain days where I feel like I want my blessing to come right now. I want it. I need it. And I want to be in control of receiving what I want. But my life does not belong to me anymore. Like Paul says, I'm a slave to Christ. When you are a slave to Christ, you deny self. If you didn't know, if you didn't, you would do what the body wants instead of what the spirit wants. As a woman of God, I firmly made my mind up to serve him no matter what. In spite of good things, bad things, having my way, bad events occurring, I understand that I operate in his timely will. I had some things before him that I truly wanted and desired, but I have not received as of yet. So I continue to wait and I continue to wait, believing that he can do it, even if he doesn't do it. I know what it's like to be angry because I didn't receive what I thought I needed or things happened that I didn't think should happen. I had to ask God to help me in time of my bitterness because all I could see was my emotions for my heart's desires and that caused brokenness. Anyone ever had to wait on the Lord so long it was painful? The waiting process is just a process. We are talking about there is power in our pain because God is in control. Don't you know that there is a level of pain felt when you don't receive what you want, but instead receive what you didn't ask for? It is a disappointing, heartbreaking emotion that leaves you yearning and yearning for something that you don't even know you will receive or a feeling of saltiness for the thing you never asked for. But something in you expects the issue to resolve itself and you can't do it on your own. You need help. You need a type of power that can solve all your problems. Power just means a possession of control. The ability to act or produce an effect can exist in broken and dark areas of your life. We spend so much time trying to escape afflictions that we do not face our discomforts head on. We can do mighty things with God. It may not seem like it at the time of trouble, but we can endure hardships and repeated hardship. We will be surprised at what we can bear when we bear it with God. That will allow us to reenact difficulties, but remember the origin of the very divine father in whom we retain power from. When we do this, we labor in toleration. We labor in long suffering and we simply praise God for taking us through day by day. We will learn about strength because we will gain strength by each battle that is won by God. He is a character builder, and by depending on him through our faith, we will comfort our issue, confront, excuse me, we will confront our issues face to face, head on, without being terrified of the outcome, because God is with us. We will establish connection and meet God in the middle of the storm, have a deep encounter with Jesus. Jesus will give us awareness of ourselves and provides us with a feeling of trust 
aspirations to look forward to, knowing that it has to be something better than what we were accustomed to living, and we will be able to rejoice proudly at the dilemmas we overcome because we know in our hearts that if it had not been for Jesus who was on our side, where would we be? So many of us that are deeply wounded, barely surviving with inner pain, that has been draining our energy, our mood, our bodies, our health, our well-being. We are on a battlefield in our minds, trapped. And we continue to search for something that would take the misfortune away. It is rough for some here in this world. And somebody somewhere needs an avenue to get help and can't find anybody. I have been there more times than you know. You reach out to hotlines. You reach out to churches. You call on people who you feel should be there for you because you were there for them. But nobody answers your call and the pain swells up in your heart. You feel like all is lost and you feel that you are going to faint from weakness. But I know there is a little more power in you. If you can just reach out your hand to God because he is an arm length away. If you can just reach out and touch the hem of his garment, he can make you whole again. He can fill you up with the Holy Spirit and make you new. He can give you beauty instead of your ashes, all of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. We have to learn to pour out our spirit. Pray, pray to the Father. It builds dependency on him. Trust promotes patience. It urges us to keep going. It's hard for us to face losses. It's hard for us to go through the sensation of hurt, which feels horrible. And sometimes it shuts us down instantaneously. I know that as a believer in Jesus, we are supposed to even mourn differently. For those who have loved ones who has passed away, hurting on the inside, deep pain. I just couldn't fathom the loss of my dad. It used to burn in my heart when his name was brought up. And I would reject conversation because I didn't want to face reality that talking about him was now like a distant memory that couldn't be created again. And it would hurt when my daughter said that she couldn't even remember his voice and how he sounded. And I remember the tears I would withhold just so others wouldn't see my pain. Every month in March, I would feel different, like the death of him was happening all over again. It was painful and devastating to my entire family because it was sudden and unexpected. But I thank God because he was the only one who could help me. And he's the only one that can help you in our time of bereavements. He's the only one that can lift us up out of sadness and out the ditch that we climb into as a resort of our pain. But God is there through it all. Through the hardest times of our lives, he helps us. And he helps us discover eternal salvation. 
even in the worst of times. And I want to thank everyone for listening on today. The title of the message was called, There is Power in Our Pain Because God is in Control. And you are listening to New Life with New Hope. Pastor Ebony Jones, under the leadership of Bishop Dr. Charles E. Jones, Jr. Our location is 306 West Monroe Street in Carbondale, Illinois, 62901. We welcome everyone to come out and praise our Heavenly Father and just have a good time in the Lord. We welcome everyone and we thank everyone for listening every Saturday at 2.30 p.m. with New Life with New Hope, the House of Healing and Restoration. We thank and praise God for loving us and taking care of us and our loved ones. And may God bless you. May God keep you. And God loves you. Will your spirit still say yes? God is saying, there is more that I require of thee. Will your heart and soul say yes? Will your heart and soul say yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will your spirit?